No, 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 while I talk. You had to do it one more time. No, 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 while I talk, while I talk. No, 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 While I talk, while I talk. Yeah. Just like Spider-Man. It's Batman. That's the Batman. that's what I said. That's exactly what I said. All right, another shitty opener. I'll take it. I'll take it. And the first swear word of the year. Should we leave it? What did I say? I said it. What did you say? The S word. <gasps> snake? Another snaky opener. <laughs> uh, this is While I Talk, I'm Dan. I'm Will. We are in a boat right now. A boat on dry land. On dry land. Because people complained about the squeaky chairs. I WD-40'd. Does it squeak less? A lot less. Nice. It is nice. I have not been real successful at solving squeaky problems with WD-40. Just because you didn't use enough. Yeah. You, like a whole can? Most of a can. <laughs> Helps a lot. This is the Labor Day episode. Yeah, it's, it seems like yesterday was opener episode. Mm-hmm. And now we're past the dog days. Yep. To like the an unofficial end of summer. Yep. Two weeks or two months of the season for the diehards, really. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's the 27th. If I, it I, is I'm totally acceptable to end your season MEA weekend and still call yourself a diehard. Yep, not Labor Day weekend. That is not acceptable. Yeah. It's just a bummer. I see all the places offering their winterization services and stuff. Gosh. Not even just for the fishing. It's beautiful up here in, in like yeah. Late the September, next two October. months is like, you will you can endure if you endure winter. Like if you if you don't have the option of leaving in the winter time, like you endure everything to be here September and October. Yeah, because yeah. that this is the time to be up north. Right. How many mosquitoes do you get bit by? In the next month, not very many. Not very many. And but maybe I like the fact that uh, people don't come up here. It's nice and quiet. Yeah. Super. <laughs> it is super quiet. It'll be a busy weekend. And there'll be a couple of busy weekends, but the lakes get awfully quiet weekdays. I think on uh, Friday I saw my... No. Yeah, Saturday. I saw my last tuber, I think. And I mean, that's... Uh, in the summertime, that's more than half your boat traffic. Yeah. Is recreational. So, I mean, that's... It's getting to be more. I mean, it is pure fishing now, mm-hmm. and that's that's cool. That's good. That's good for us, and it's nice plug for our sponsors. Pure fishing, pure fishing. You know, pure fishing and WWF pure fishing. Fenwick, Fluger, Abu Garcia, mm-hmm. Berkeley, Trilene, Hodgman, Hodgman. Hodgman. Dude, I'm wearing Hodgman right. Let me do a little plug. Okay, I have both a Sim suit. Uh, I have the Avenger suit, and I've got this Hodgman Storm Five, and they both repel water. The same, in my opinion. Okay. But this Hodgman suit is like nine times more comfortable. It is pretty comfy. And it has a pea zipper. <laughs> Makes a big difference. Huge difference. <laughs> Huge difference. I the, know. Like, who who overlooked that at the... At, at Sims? Yeah. <laughs> Heck if I know. I don't know either. Um, really happy with the suit. Yeah, we're going into Labor Day. Will's wearing his Hodgman suit. Feels pretty fally. It's probably fifty nine degrees right now. Leaves are changing Leaves super are changing. quick. Fishing's pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we're going to do a week in review and we're going to really dive into that. We're going to do an in-depth week in review because it was a pretty interesting week, lots of stuff going on. Um, we're also going to talk about the first fall tendencies that we're maybe seeing uh, or that we saw this week. We're going to give you some Labor Day tips. Uh, what we're going to be planning on doing because we're fishing all weekend. Yep. Uh, and we're also going to give you some realistic expectations for this weekend. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Realistic being the, the, the key word in that. Um, and then we're going to do some story time. I feel like we both got good <clears throat> stories. Yeah. They're, like, good stories involve... Some success. Some success and some maybe pain. Yeah, that's what makes a good story, though. You don't watch a movie without both, right? Absolutely. Don't worry. I'm going to bring you on an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) You get a what if, we can preview, and we're done. Sounds like a good episode. Yeah, stay tuned, folks. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta. What I really don't like is pants that don't have a hood on it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if it's out of context. That was was great. Yeah. Hoods are good. Uh, How was your week? Uh, I had a, I had a really good week. Um, I mean, it wasn't the most successful, but I had, like, we had fun. Fun trips. And we caught some nice fish, too. Yeah. Um, I fished with, shout out, Ken Miller. Yep. Thanks, Ken. Ken and Lee Miller are our listeners that we both got to, to fish with. So much fun. He was the guy who sent the text message about how we were loading our boat uh, differently. Yeah, right. Right, at the beginning of the last episode. Yeah, one of us does it right, one of us does it slow. <laughs> slow? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I know. I've watched you do that. It looks like you're just struggling over there. I am, but it's the fastest. I don't think it's the fastest. You just have to land on the tongue, which I also realize is a skill I may be losing. What do you mean? So my, like, procedure is I power load my boat, leave the throttle going, and then I jump from the bow onto the trailer tongue and crank it on, right? Yeah. I started doing this job when I was 26, I think. No pain involved in that process whatsoever. I didn't even think about it. Then, like, last year, I was like, ooh, kind of stings a little bit on the knees, <laughs> landing on that tongue. And then, like, this year, caught my heel on my bow mount a couple times and almost ended up in the lake. So now I have to, like, thoughtfully hop over the bow mount <laughs> and, like, really, really take it easy on the landing so my knees don't hurt. <laughs> And I'm, like, I'm going to try to do this for three more decades. Dude, I have no problem with my knees. No. Just, just going, you know, ass over tea kettle <laughs> to, to yeah. crank this thing in. No, I've got no knee no problems. Knee no knee pain. <laughs> None. <laughs> All right, back on track. You're, you had a good week? Oh, yeah. Um, or a fun week? <laughs> um, so I had a great time with the Millers. Um... I went fishing up on Trout Lake with Mark, and we were pulling big minnows, and Mark got a 27 and a half, like, 10 minutes in. It's like, that's nice. a nice walleye. <clears throat> and then I caught, like, a 33 and a half inch pike, and that was a great time. And we caught a bunch of other big pike and whatever. 
Uh, not that. It wasn't the best, but it was fun. I had a great morning with my dad. We, we, we caught a bunch of fish on Jigga Minnow. We caught some of the biggest perch I've caught in a long time. Yeah. And, uh... That was, like, the Nur family secrets. Oh, yeah. Like, what you and your dad put together for a really fun... We save it so when we fish together, we can go have a great time. I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Caught, like, 13 walleyes and had, like... I think we had 13 perch or 14... 16 perch in the boat that we kept, and they were huge... It was great. Caught them all on jigging minnows. Super fun. Ran out of minnows. Like, how do you go wrong? You can't beat that. <laughs> jigging a minnow bite. And like hitting it right with your dad. Like, yeah. Yeah. He just crushed me though. <laughs> He's like, yeah, well, this is my spot. And I'm like, your spot. No one found it. <laughs> Whatever. He refined the spot. Mm, gotcha. Silly. Right. Should I do it? I'll wait. I'll no, wait. that's that's story time. I'll that's wait. story time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait. Okay. I also got a muskie today. Nice. That's also story time. Alright, uh, my week in preview, er, review was pretty good. I think this was the one we like thought we were going to get like two weeks yeah. ago. We should have had one of, at least like one of those days two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but it's been pretty sporadic so there were some painful parts of the last week overall fishing's been pretty darn good um i've been on woman lake a lot and fishing has picked up out there for sure uh there are days or maybe just the there's just not a ton of concentrated schools i've found a few of real real good schools of fish out there and that all you need to do is find a couple if they're because i do think they're going to cooperate uh, but finding large numbers of them is, is hard. So this week, the best thing I did was Lindy rig a Nightcrawler. Yeah, I feel like our episode two weeks ago was a really good prediction of of what we've got going this week. So this week, Lindy rigging a crawler, half a crawler to be uh, specific, was by by far the best. One lake in particular, which has a has a habit of being a big minnow lake was a big minnow lake lake. Mm -hmm. and we had a really really fun day out there um but yeah rigging big minnows rigging crawlers what else have you been doing to catch walleyes uh so i the one day i was rigging i was pulling crankbaits and then i pulled crankbaits on a three-way rig both caught fish um lindy pulling big minnows uh, jigging a minnow, jigging a nightcrawler, all caught fish this week. Yeah. And, and I didn't even try jig wrap. Oh, yeah. I had one day, one day this week where a jig wrap made the day. Only thing they'd bite. But uh, it, just so if you have, if you listened to the episode probably a month ago, I think our, our hypothesis is holding true. It's not, it's not as good as last year. Maybe maybe it could turn on here, right. but I really do feel like something's different, and I am trying to be like I'm trying to experiment with it. So I've fished some number fives, I've fished some colors I've never fished mm-hmm. before, I've fished some number nines. It's not always the the cure all. Not like it was. Not like it was, and especially it just seems to not line up with 
the like the way the graph looks, I I've felt a couple times like these are I think these are jig wrap fish. I feel like if everybody gets a jig wrap in the water, we're gonna have five fish in the next five minutes, mm -hmm. and that hasn't been the case. It's usually been one fish, and it's been a snagged fish. All right, which, which means that they're they're they not don't want it. In. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't know. It it seems like they're they're not using like so. Last year we were fishing. Like, almost exclusively clams this time of year. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not fishing, like, 100% clams right now. No. Where last year I did. Yeah. You know? I, I'm finding there's a few fish on rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I'm, you, told, you said earlier there's a few fish in mud. Yeah, on the transition. I, I do think Woman Lake transition is, is maybe important. And I don't know why, because they're eating minnows. So maybe the bait is looking at the mud and then the walleyes are down there, but transitions seem to be important out there. Yeah, um, it's it's just, in the, I think that's the bulk of it is the fish just aren't sitting on the jig wrap spots, sure. right? Where you can rig those or even jig them and catch those fish, but you can't jig wrap them if you care about your wallet or care about catching them. Yeah. Actually catching them, not, right. not chinning them. Right. Yeah, I don't know. One particular day, it's dead calm and clear, and that's what they wanted. I don't know. Interesting week, though. I would I would fish this week. It was a real, like, compelling week for me as a guide. I felt like I had to work, work at it every day, and if I did work at it, things were going to be good. Like, you could figure things out. Um, but just a, just a teaser. Just yeah. a teaser for what's coming. Well, speaking of teasers, you want to take a break? <laughs> sure. <laughs> this tip of the week is presented by the One Stop Longville. My tip of the week, uh, we're getting, I mean, we're, we've started big minnow season, but the best is yet to come. And the One Stop has everything you need for rigging big minnows. we got sliding sinkers, we got swivels. We've got those finesse wide gap hooks. If you want to go rig those big minnows, we got what you need. Stop on in. I'll set you up. Buy some. Labor Day is just around the corner. Mm -hmm. And this is a pretty big fishing weekend. If you're not in Boy River at Hobo Days, you should be out fishing. Um, and... Like, the Longville area, this is, a, this is a great time of year to be out fishing. Yeah, plenty of people will be, too. I do think the lakes are going to be busy. Um, and I don't know what that, what that means. It, every angler has different, um, a different attitude towards fishing busy water. Um, but it's different than, like, when we talk about the 4th of July, where we really don't have a, our place come second to the recreational boating this time of year. Your the boats you're gonna run into are fishing, mm -hmm. um, so there's gonna be some some pressure. pressure. Um, what? That's not the only thing we're gonna talk about when we talk about fishing Labor Day weekend. But what do you do with with the pressure? And it, I do think that a guide kind of gets jammed up because you you have a limited amount of time. You've got expectations from your clients to to find and to find fish. So what do you, how do you deal with that? How do you navigate fishing pressure um, on these smaller Longville lakes? I think one of the hardest things about it is the fish you find pre-fishing 
these, you know, for, for these trips, don't necessarily bite because that could be somebody else's spot number one who got there. You know, our trip starts at seven or eight. Mm-hmm. It could be their spot number one, and they start at six. Right. Live so, on the lake, maybe. Have a cabin on the lake. Yeah. So, yeah. like, our four fish we could have caught off that spot have now been caught right. by some other person. And that's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really means that you have to ha- have a bigger... You have to be more and more prepared for these busy weekends because your fish could be caught. Right. Yeah. And the, I do think, like... Well, it's just sort of funny how, like, our fishing community starts to, like, shrink up. So, fishing Woman Lake, I I know almost every guy fishing particular spots. Like, my spots overlap, overlap a lot with a half dozen other real avid anglers out there. And I try to give them some leeway as much as possible. Um, some of the spots are pretty big. So, I'll, I'll fish a spot with another boat on it. Mm-hmm. I do think this weekend is something, like, that's something you kind of have to tolerate is there's going to be a few boats around you. And I, I have, so, one example is this past week, I had a pretty good thing going, and the spot's pretty big, so I wasn't upset to see another boat there, but I didn't, what I did is I, like, shortened my drift up, right? I would have probably uh, covered another 100 yards of water. But another boat was there, and I told my customers, I was like, hey, let's, let's just reel up. Why don't we try to protect our spot a little bit? And that was, I wasn't mad at the other boat for being there, but I was going to try to hang tight at that point on where, where I really wanted to be. Right. You know, Ideal conditions, I cover a lot of water. There's nobody else around. But there was a spot on the spot, and I was going to try to protect that. And I think that's that's fair game. Absolutely. If you, if you see a guy doing that, too, like if you see him hanging tight on one spot or only covering a, a 30 or 40-yard stretch, maybe you can time your, your drift or your pull through so you're not real close to him. But if he's protecting it, then maybe that's the time to... to... So what Dan's telling you is if he sees you this weekend... It is all out war. That's not true. Yeah, he's That's got he's got size nine jigging wraps ready to go. <laughs> he's take the hooks off. He's out there for blood. I try he's to a- be courteous. I try to be as courteous as I can. I I hate the idea, and it's so hard because any other dude, you don't care about this at all. I don't think it's this is probably a big difference between us. Not to say you're a jerk, but I assume every other guy in a boat near me thinks I'm just a huge, just just a big jerk. You know, because I'm too close or something. Because when a guy looks at you from another boat, it just is, I just assume he's mean mugging me. <laughs> what is going on through that melon ears? I think, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you don't think that's true? No. Yeah. He's probably like, oh, I wonder what Dan's doing. He should, I, if he catches one, I'm going to be upset because I don't know what he's doing. And I want to be doing that. I'd happily tell him we could high five later. Would you really? Maybe. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be a busy weekend, though. Um, I do think it could be a conflict, like a conflict type of weekend because there's not a lot of big schools of fish. There's there a are, lot of scattered fish. There's scattered fish, and there's a few spots that have good schools of fish. And those spots, if people find out about them or however. You they know. turn into community holes. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing about this weekend is don't, one thing you have to be prepared 
Because they're like, we're catching fish on all, like, we, we specifically wanted to talk to you about in our review about how many different techniques we've caught fish on right. this week. Go out there prepared. Yeah. You're like, don't, you don't need to go overboard, but just have some of everything so you're not out there with your pants down. Yeah. Because there's a lot of these fish that will specifically eat this or specifically eat that. And it changes spot to spot for sure. It changes hour to hour on those spots. Yeah. And it, like, if you really add that up, so, you know, buy a dozen leeches, like for a, a couple guys fishing together, dozen leeches, two dozen crawlers, the crawlers are going to last you through the season. If right. you if you don't use them up, and if you take care of them, they will last you until you put your boat away. The leeches, they're going to die when they die. You can try your best to take care of them. You know, whatever. And then a dozen big minnows. And right. then a dozen jigging, jigging minnows. Right. So, that's not that bad, really, for, for one it's gonna weekends last you, up north. It's going to last you all weekend. Yeah. Or if it doesn't, you're not going to care that you bought the dozen creakies. Because why, why do you have to go buy more? Because you used all the, the creakies, and now you know. Right. And then now you've got prowlers. The, the gamble comes with the big minnows. But you have to have them with. I tell you what, I have spent a lot more on a fish than a dozen creek chubs. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so, big minnows, medium minnows. Yeah, you still want to have big minnows. Crawlers and leeches. Um, like, even for your jigging minnows, you want to have, like, a plus-sized minnow. Yeah. Yep. Not a crappie minnow or something. Right. Could be, could be a jig day. Who knows? I thought today was going to be my jig day. I thought so, too. Maybe tomorrow. We get to fish together tomorrow. <gasps> it's going to be fun. We're going to try to make a video. We're going to just... We're going to burn a lot of gas. Yep. We're going to probably tell a lot of stories. Yep. And we're going to have... it's not super windy. If the it's wind west-northwest, we right should now. be okay. okay. Even if it's northwest, should okay. be all right. As long as it's not south. Sure. South is just a bear. <sighs> hate self now they're gonna know where we're fishing the north side of something <laughs> pelican island sure <laughs> whatever you want i don't care um we should talk a little bit about like the first signs of like from the fish behavior like what are fish why what are the first signs that falls coming here from what the fish are telling you are you asking me or are you telling me you want me to go? Started with what? 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 What are the first signs oh. that we're seeing? Okay. It's written on the piece of paper. You I can't read. You I can't it. read that left-handed writing. You skipped it. I can't read that left-handed writing. You kidding me? Okay. Uh, so step number one is you're starting to see more and more fish in these schools, um, and that's what I started. That's you, what you're starting with. Yeah, you go. Okay. Um, they're aggressive. They'll eat. How aggressive are they? They'll eat at noon. That's fairly aggressive. I think so. I think you can catch them all day right now if you get on the right fish. Um, they don't necessarily want a minnow, but they will, they will eat at any point, which I think is a pretty good sign that they're thinking about their life in the next uh, six, six weeks. You know, like the fall, 
they have to eat right Fall now. chow down. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not a minnow, but I do think you can get them to eat at any point, which is great. I like that so much. So like where you, even at the last 15 minutes of the trip, you're like super driven to like, Let's yeah, get a couple we'll, bonus we'll a couple fish here. Bite. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, school size changes. I do think that they you're, you, there's a lot less bait out there than, you know, it's amazing to think about, like, what your screen looks like in the first week in July, first, second week of July. And now, a lot of that stuff you saw got eaten by you could, something. You can walk. You, it looks like you could walk across some of those bait pods right. in July. Right. And that stuff got eaten. Right. Not necessarily by a walleye, but that stuff got eaten and it is now making its way up the food chain. Um, trying to pay attention to what they're eating. If, you know, if you get to fish the weekend, it's probably worth looking in their, in their tummies. Because some of them are eating tiny little minnows. Some of them are maybe eating two and a half, three inch perch. And if you revisit those spots, and that, that could make a difference. You know, we had... A couple years ago, we had a, a little minnow bite in... All through October. Yeah. And that, that particular school was on... Itty-bitty perch. Itty-bitty tr- perch. And that's and we did better with a jig and a fathead than we mm-hmm. did with anything else off that school. Mm-hmm. So. One thing they'll do, too, is they'll, they'll move to big structures. Instead of, like... Instead of having to... It's convenient, because instead of having to dissect these big structures into little microstructures, well, now they're, they kind of tend to be more spread out, and, and you'll see concentrations here, there, not just off the pointer on this inside turn, they'll be at both spots, and then maybe halfway spread down, they'll out be... down the break, yeah. Yeah, Bro- which is... Broader, broader um, habits, I'd mm-hmm. say. Um, yeah, so you also don't need to, like, focus primarily on one little spot, like you said, and, and maybe driving a brake line and seeing seeing four or five fish spread out over um, 50 to 100 yards is enough to tell you that... This is good enough. This is good enough, and there's, there's more there, and they might be inside, they might be outside of it, you might not have seen them, but then you've got a, a longer area to cover. We're getting real close to, like, true drifting season mm-hmm. two. Which is super fun. And then the wind, too. We, we hinted at that last week. The wind is playing. I play the wind every day now, whereas three weeks ago I didn't think about it all that much. You know, I had to go fish spots that I knew were holding little schools of fish mm-hmm. and hope for a few bites. Now, if you can, you can play the wind, hit the spots that are getting wind-driven, that makes sense with whatever wind you've had for the last couple of days, and you might find a, a big school. I think that is the way you're going to find a big school. It's going to be fish. awesome. And these big schools are going to tend to be more on, on like some sort of a shoreline structure. Mm-hmm. I think you're not going to find a big pot of fish on a little hump right right now. You're going to find them on these big, vast expanses. Generally, generally firm bottom. Generally, like right now, they should be on either sand or rock. Not going to be on a big weed flat. Somebody just asked me about the weeds, and I, I had one trip where I spent a little time in the weeds because uh, Bob Cords, another listener, he came up specifically, guy lives in Florida, flew up here to the cities to do some work, and then did a day trip. He came up here, fished with me from four to eight, and then drove back to the How cities. did he find, 
find you from Florida? I don't know. How do you pick Longville from Florida? He's a Florida? pretty avid listener. I can't remember how he found us. He's a good walleye fisherman. He fishes vermilion quite a bit. Nice. And he specifically was like, hey, I don't care if we don't do that great. I want to see how you and Will fish the weeds. So we well, fish thank the you. weeds. Yeah. It's pretty nice of him. I learned all my weeds from Dan. Dan's the smart one. Well, you got lots to learn in the weeds. Yeah. Not there yet. But I've noticed, like, uh, like a musky fish on leech, a lot of those weeds are dying. They're turning brown. Sure. And uh, brown weeds don't hold as much fish right now as other structures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're super savvy or get lucky, maybe the weeds could lead to something. I think if you found green cabbage in a patch of brown cabbage, you probably good. would be on something. The takeaway is things are going to start to concentrate. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all we're saying. They're concentrating for a variety of reasons, but fish are going to start to concentrate in um, less and less spots, but there'll be more and more fish. Isn't that awesome? It's pretty good. I'm super excited. All right, break time. Okay, bye. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. Obviously, Full Stringer always has night crawlers in the store. The nice thing about their night crawlers is that they are in bedding. I just got done cleaning my boat. And I certainly appreciate the fact that they're in bedding and not dirt. So besides a great selection of minnows and leeches, their night crawlers are healthy and easy to clean up after. Stop in to Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. It's so tight. Tell me a story. Do you want to hear a story, Dan? Yeah. I'll give you a story here, buddy. You got a couple. Tell me Tell me one. Okay, so... Uh, uh, okay, let's... uh. <laughs> There needs to be some guidelines here. So, if you happen to work for the Grand Rapids healthcare system, <laughs> for the love of God, do not tell my wife about this before <laughs> I can talk to her. <laughs> so please wait, like maybe two weeks. Right. I might give them a little time. Yeah, I'm gonna need some. She's working overnights. I don't get to come across. Am I? I'm a. I'm gonna tell her in person. I don't want to <laughs> call her. Don't want to text her. Don't want to Snapchat her. I'm gonna talk to her in person. That way she could physically abuse me. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna help me if you tell her about this. Right. Okay. So I went musky fishing this morning. Yeah. And I caught one. You caught a musky. I did. Like nice. Five, eight casts in. Nice. Caught a 44-incher. Nice. Boom. Six o'clock. Yes. Feeling great about life. Yep. Sun's not even up yet. Got a 20-pounder in the boat. Get it all revived up. Swims away great. I go to wash my hands. You know, I go put my hand in the water. Bring it up. I'm talking to the guy I'm with. Smack my hand together. Off goes my friggin' wedding ring. I've been married a total of like 16, 17 days. And I lost my wedding ring. Because you had your hand all slimed up from a musky. Like super goobered up. Okay. They're called a musky. Okay. They're musky because they're super slimy. Okay. And I like put my hand together and I heard it and I felt it come off and I was like oh oh no <laughs> and like I knew I knew exactly what happened and the guy who was with he's like uh everything alright back there I was like 
I just dropped my wedding ring <laughs> in the water. And he immediately put a mark there. He's like, this spot is now called Will's Ring. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> that is so great. Yeah, it felt really right. great. Now. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. not that. your fault that I'm an idiot. But I, I feel sorry for you. You shouldn't. It's okay. But I it's a, a I great, nice musky. It's a great story. I mean... I couldn't write a better way for you to lose a, a wedding. Dude, it was it was a whirlwind of emotions. Okay, <laughs> boom, I'm on like on top of the world. Right. Like yeah, I got a muskie on. Yes, got him. Get in the net. Nice one. Right. Mm-hmm. Boom, got this big fish in my hands. Dude, really, on top of things. Yeah. Right here, like I got the world in my fingertips. Put it back in the water. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, fish went back great. Life is good. Just the best. Lose my wedding ring. <laughs> Take a knife, stab a balloon. Okay, that's me right now. Like, not just pinch it, just pop. I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, God. Pretty, pretty quick uh, uh, from high to low there. Three minutes of, like, yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's uh that Super was my good. day. That's just a regular Tuesday. Right. Right. Gosh, that's great. Mhm. All right, my my story time has to do with the the Davis boys, uh, a couple guys uh that I fished with. I don't want to call them kids cuz uh Sam is 24, but I did fish with Sam <clears throat> And Parker, that's the the younger brother. I think Parker is 17 now. I fished with them uh, three years ago. And Sam flicked a 16-ounce jig at a night, er, in a night crawler at a muskie he saw. And that muskie turned around and ate that uh, jig. And he caught that fish. He caught a, a muskie on a 16-ounce jig in a night crawler. So I think me, Sam, and Parker maybe just have some good, good fishing mojo going. Was that your on... Was that like that forty incher? Yeah, honey. That you got on that you got on video? Yep. Yeah. That was these guys? These guys. No kidding. Uh, Something about our us fishing together leads to good stuff. Dude, that's impressive because like well on monofilament. Right. Right. In shallow water. Like you're not supposed to catch that fish. Got to see the fish, got to see the fish bite, got to catch the fish, got to take a picture. These boys are pretty good fishermen. So uh, their dad, I offer a, something called a walleye school where it's got to be a kid, somebody under 18 involved, and it's three half days. Give them a little break on the half day, but the focus changes from just trying to catch fish to trying to help the, the youngster uh, learn about catching fish. So um, Sam and Parker fished with me for three half days. We did three different lakes. Every one of them was a completely unique bite, and everything we did, these two were really good at. <laughs> really good at. So my jig wrap day, the jig wrap day was these two, these two guys. Um, the morning started out super fishy. It was cloudy. It was kind of windy. We sat on two big schools of fish. Didn't get bit on anything. Couldn't get them on anything. Like, ooh, tough draw. I don't know what to, what to do. And then the wind laid down, the sun came out, Sam caught a walleye on it. Or no, he caught a big pike on a jig wrap. Then he caught a walleye on a jig wrap. Then he caught another pike on a jig wrap. 
And then the three of us fished the rest, you know, the, the last hour and a half, two hours of the day with jig wraps. So you caught all your fish in an hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those days I had two trips, or no, I had a trip and then a, um, a seminar to give. And I did not want to stop fishing. I did not want to stop fishing. So it went a little longer than four hours. But yeah, the three of us sat, sat there on three different spots and caught walleyes jig wrapping. And the pike really wanted a jig wrap, which that's odd. a little unusual. You catch, like, even on school of walleyes, you catch a, a pike. Yeah. Yeah. But not copious amounts of right. pike. I think we caught a half dozen nice pike on them. No kidding. And the great, like, the memory that's in my head is these two both figured out how to fish them. So it's dead calm, clear, right? And the whole boat is going tink, 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 tink. <laughs> Because everybody's drag is just going off a little bit, which I do think is, like, the right way to have your... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Balls to the wall tight. That's... You You don't really jig them that hard, though. You don't jig them. You don't. You do real long ones. It's weird. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, the whole boat was going... Ting, 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 ting. Ting, 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 ting. And everybody's head was on a swivel, because one guy would get, like, a little vigorous with the with the, with their jig stroke... And set their drag off, and everybody would look at them. <laughs> so all three of us are just, we're catching fish, we're looking left and right, like, who's got one? Who's got one? Day, that was day one. Day two is big minnows. These two just crushed big minnows. I don't think they missed a fish on a big minnow. That, and that is a skill set. Yep. Yeah, it was, these guys were good. And then, like, the, the pinnacle of the whole thing was day three. Lindy Rig and a Nightcrawler was the deal. We knew we were on a good bite. You know, we'd, we'd caught maybe eight. I think we'd boxed six. And uh, we're, we're going on over, like, our, like, the spot on the spot. The juice. The juice. Yeah. There's another boat. Baum, he, he's a console boat, of course. Oh, Baum on it? Yeah. He's going into the wind. Classic And he's a little too close, right? A little too close. And starts chatting us up a little bit. And he's like, you catching any fish? And I'm f- usually fairly honest, this guy was a little close, so I told him that we'd caught a couple smallmouth, which was honest. We had caught a couple smallmouth. <laughs> he mouth. just left the rest yeah. out. So Parker, the, the 17-year-old, like as soon as they pass us, they're like three yards past us, he gets bit on a Lindy Rig and a Nightcrawler. And he's dropping line, and he's like looking at me, he's like, God, I'm, so- I'm sorry. I'm like, don't worry about it, dude, just, just catch the fish, enjoy, you know, enjoy it. He proceeds to do the sneakiest hook set on a Lindy Rig and a Nightcrawler. His, his rod tip is about two inches from the water. He's using the reel pretty much the whole time, just loads it up on the reel, hooks it, immediately turns his back to the other boat, and then walks himself around to the other side. Reels the fish under the boat, gets it in. These guys are like 20 yards from us, and they have no idea that this 17-year-old has just caught like a 17-inch walleye right in front of them. And they pulled through it, and they left. And we got the spot to ourselves. Talk just about the greatest. The, that is the perfect procedure. This kid's going to be somebody. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. If he's into the walleye scene, yeah, walleye tournaments might be in his future. I think so. I do. I, I sent his dad an email, and I was like, Anything I can do, I don't know what it is, but anything I can do to help Parker out in his fishing career, let me know. And that sounded like a nice thing for me to say, but it's really me like preemptively riding Parker's coattails to (laughs) 
fish in big tournaments, you know. I'll be like 65 and he'll be a big shot and he'll, he'll take me along. Yeah, I started his whole career. Good couple days, for sure. <laughs> this is what August was supposed to be like. I know. Three weeks ago. We, got, we had a really great spring and early summer. That's very true. It's got a. We we just robbed time in June that we were gonna have in August. Time heist. Oh, you watched game? Uh, not game. End game. Yeah, yeah. Time heist. Good movie. Super good. Never see it coming. I'm just kidding. I saw it coming from a mile away. You're pretty good at that. Saw it coming from a mile away. Yeah, I think you. I just don't want to give you too much credit, so I just feel like you watch movies too much. Yeah. And you probably like read fan theory online, don't you? Uh, number one, I can't read anything. <laughs> okay. And B, I hate on the line. Okay. <laughs> me, I'm a, I'm an off the line kind of a guy. Sure. You phone call me if you want to talk to me. Right. You don't on the line message me. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> we got to just keep this thing rolling because we're, we're laid into this thing. How much, how long, 40 minutes, this is just getting kicked off. I know. Whew. We just don't have a timeline, that's it. Yeah, unless, dude. Unless I, my wife says we're going to the oh, hospital. That would be such a great way to on. end this. It would be. I'd mop Oop. up. <laughs> Too far. Too far. It's a very nice gesture. Too far. Yeah. I'd take care of your dog. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We got to do the what if later. I know. We'll do a break. Think about one. Because it's a natural time for a break. In season three of Walleye Talk, there should be a third, a third insert, sponsor. Insert ad now. Yep. I thought about doing this as like a whole segment, but I'm going to just do it as a what if. Ooh. Things are a little bit different. I had my baby, at, or Bree had our baby in uh, on August 22nd. The baby is just super happy, sleeps through the night, Holy and she's like, you know what you should do, Dan? You know what you should do, Dan? Dan what are you okay. going to do? You know, okay, Dan, you okay, know what Dan. you should do? You should fish the Cass Lake MWC with, or I'm sorry, the Leech Lake MWC with Ooh. Will. But I don't really trust you to captain, because I know you're a little sleep deprived because of the little one. So Will Newer, you're running the boat. I am so tired, I can't even tell you what you're doing wrong. So you get to plan our... Well, you're assuming... I'm not doing anything wrong. All right. You get to plan our Cast Lake... Jeez. Leech Lake MWC. Middle of September. Two-day tournament on Leech Lake. Launch out of Walker Bay. Um, George Wells lends us his boat. Ooh! So we got a brand-new 2090. We got a 225 Merc. And... in style. All sorts of fancy graphs. Nice! Go. Okay. How do we win the Leech Lake MWC? So, what is it? A five fish or six fish tournament? I think it's five. One or two over 20? One. Ooh. I'm pretty sure, because that's what they do on Cass. Cass was two. Cass was two. Cass was two, you're right. Five two. fish, two over 20. Okay. So I'm looking for five high-quality bites. Yep. That's all I need, right? You want more, but five is going to do. Okay, so I'm going to drive to the east side. Okay, I'm going to fish deeper shoreline rocks. 
Okay. And at first, we're going to start out probably rigging big minnows. I've got one spot in particular where there's some deep rock that I think is going to hold fish. And I think we get like two bites, but they're not good bites. Like we'll get maybe get one that we're going to actually, we're going to get a 19 inch there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, go ahead. Okay. I don't want to tell your story for you. Sorry. Okay. And then, so we, so are we allowed to call? So we'll have like a 22, call no, we'll have a 23 and a 19. Unders. Only unders. I still think we box at 23. Okay. This is day one, two-day tournament. Pit I pad. still think we box at 23. Sure. Because fishing's going to be pretty tough. Okay? Then the wind picks up. Right? Mm-hmm. Wind's picked up out of the northwest. We're going to go fish in old Bob Landerville spot. Ooh. And I think we picked two up doing that with the biggest minnows. Not just big minnows. Like the friggin' biggest minnows. <laughs> and one of them is not gonna be, one of them is gonna be like an 18, maybe. Maybe an 18. Just choked on them. It didn't even have a hooks. Just bit it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we catch one like 26 and a half. Nice. And like, yeah, this is what we're looking for, but it's soup. It's the fattest 26 and a half in the lake. Cause that's all that eats there are the most giant walleyes. <laughs> okay? So we're, we're sitting pretty. We got four in the box. And that might be all we get. Mm. Day one, four fish. But there's four good ones. Right. What do we got? Two, four, seven and a half. We got 13 and a half, 14 pounds, I'd say. Really close. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Yep. All right, 14 pounds day one will give us the benefit of the doubt. We're sitting like 20th. Not great. Okay. We do... Day two, we're going to check spot number two first, especially if the wind's still blowing. Yep, wind's still blowing. Yeah, we're checking that first. We pick up like four fish there, but we get two big ones. We get like a 25 and a half and a 26. We're like, yeah, all right, that's our bigs for the day. Now we got to go littles hunting. And I think we're going to go pull like no man's land for a couple hours. Pick up another 17-incher. Yeah, all right. Cool. Then we go to an ancient spot as old as the hills. <laughs> all right? They're sitting in the mud, dude. They're sitting in like eight feet of mud. And we catch like five more of them. And we fill our box, but they're not that heavy. But we're still sitting pretty good. We're happy with our box. We got a 26, 25, two 19s, and a 17. Like, yeah, we're happy about this. End up taking like third place. Nice. Nice. That sounds so great. Doesn't that sound great? Good. That was a great what if. You did a nice job. The whole thing. I mean, obviously, it's optimistic. But it wasn't. We didn't catch 20 fish. No. We caught like 9 fish the whole tournament. No, 12 fish the whole tournament. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I think I know all the. I think I know exactly what we were going to do. Just from your really vague references. I like it a lot. That's because we all we fish the same spots, Dan. I know. Not all the same spots. Yeah, yeah. Pretty close though. Yeah, pretty much. Alright. Just to, it's fifty we're at forty seven minutes. What are you doing this week? Uh I got two trips on Leech Lake. Uh back to back. Uh I'm gonna fish dude, there was a guy who caught a three pound crappie on Leech Lake. 
That's unbelievable. That's gonna just this post. There's gonna be like twenty more boats fishing, each lake. I'm gonna go fish. I think I'm gonna try and chase that for a couple hours, and then I'm gonna go fish walleyes on some of the other spots, and then I'm gonna pull crankbaits, and then I drew bear tag. So I'm gonna be bear hunting two days. Nice. If I don't end it early. Sure. Very excited about that. It's an exciting time. <laughs> What are you doing, Dan? Tell me about um, what are you doing next this next week. This week, like this was my quietest week since opener. I had during the week I had two trips on the books. One got canceled this morning, which was sort of a bad call because it turned out to be an okay morning. Yeah. But whatever. Um, I've got one trip on Thursday. I've got a consult. And then I, my life is just completely up in the air. I have no idea what I'm going to do because my wife could go into labor at any moment. How so exciting. I, I, it's pretty exciting. I can't wait for us to have a baby. <laughs> Me, you, and Bree. <laughs> Golly. Uh, you will probably be... The kid will probably call you Uncle Will. I think that's probably an accurate representation. Why does he have a mustache? <laughs> Why is he such a weirdo? <laughs> uh, I, I we're wanna, fishing tomorrow, too, together. Yeah, we're going to fish leech tomorrow. And I'm really hoping that Leech says some nice things. The east side of Leech says some nice things to us. Because it could. Definitely could. Definitely. It also very well couldn't. Could punch us right in the teeth. Yep. yep. And if that happens, then I'll just be fishing the small stuff. Um, and feeling great about that. Mm-hmm. Rigging crawlers, rigging minnows, jig wrapping. That's it. And I'm expecting good days. I, I, I really do think good days are coming for our smaller lakes. And then Leech Lake will be not too far behind. East side of Leech. Right. We've had perfect winds for cooling. Yeah. Yep. Like, you can't set this up much better. No. It Everything is westerly. Yeah. And <laughs> it rained like an inch yesterday, and it was like 60 degrees. That's going to cool the water off. I, I had 68 degrees this morning. Yeah. We're in good shape. We're like six degrees away. And really, like, if we had a mediocre August... But September is bonkers. We're gonna have the best year of our of our careers. We won't even think about August. Yeah. Yeah. Good things are coming here, folks. Yep. Um. I do have to say that, like, we both fished with a bunch of customers and, or I'm sorry, a bunch of listeners this past week. So and we, we mentioned it. Lee and Ken Miller. We got to fish with them. Both of us got to fish with them. The Davis boys. Bob Cords. Uh, fished with him. He, I think he. Maybe just voted for me because you were booked. Uh, he likes us both, though. Thank uh, you, Bob. Luke Adelman is a frequent listener. Uh, I have know Luke pretty well now, and he was fishing with his buddy Marcus. And then Brett Sween took his kids fishing with me. Um, Brett listens quite often. He's raising a couple good anglers. So uh, we appreciate that. It's fun. The only downside is that I try to tell stories, and they're like, oh, yeah, we heard that on episode... Uh, Twenty nine. Oh god. Heard everything I have to say. I I got the I got to fish with a guy earlier this year who had listened to every episode up to that point. And he was like, Yeah, I already feel like I know you. I've never said a word to you. I already feel like I know you. It's like thanks, buddy. Yeah. Like thanks, Nate. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling and booking trips. It's how we pay our bills. Got a lot of diapers to buy. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? 
Uh, send us some listener questions next week. We want an episode on listener questions. Yeah, and maybe just uh, how how was your Labor Day? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you guys. See you next time.